and from the workplace back to school and the best days of your life or so they say. But all isn't rosy in the schoolyard according to a report due out next week. It claims that the play areas of many schools are bleak, barren and often sterile. This, it's claimed, can have a negative effect on children's behaviour. The two-year research study was conducted by Wendy Titman and will be released by the Charitable Trust Learning Through Landscapes. You and yours sent Hayden Price back to school in the West Midlands to find out more. Children at Kelshot Primary School now play freely, safely and happily. Their teachers have transformed the once bleak tarmac play area into a user-friendly, child-centred environment. But not all schools have made such efforts, says Wendy Titman. One of my major concerns from listening to so many children is that they're basically very unhappy outside in school grounds. And a lot of parents know that because they say, what did you do today? And one of the first things that many children say is, oh, I had a fight in the playground or somebody picked on me or it was horrid or nobody would play with me. The other problem is that there's considerable evidence to show that problems at playtime can actually have a devastating effect on the rest of the school day. Head teachers commonly say, if we have a bad playtime, the rest of the afternoon is an absolute misery. The effects of a negative play environment were once clearly visible at the school, says head teacher Maura Hawkins. Basically, the school was subject to a lot of vandalism and we felt that it was because the environment in the first place wasn't particularly appealing. There was very little for the children to do and we wanted to look at involving the children in taking responsibility for their own environment. The children conducted a survey of all the other pupils in the school and people in the local area asking questions as to how we could improve the school grounds. What we wanted was to link fun and enjoyment for the children together with a respect and a care for their environment with curriculum activities. Vandalism is now unheard of. The children play enthusiastically and bullying is rare. What we did was the children actually developed tyre gardens, planted fast-growing shrubs, trees and conifers to improve the grounds of the school. And they also designed the various playground markings so that during playtimes, children of all ages would have something enjoyable and purposeful to do. Blackboard, move forward one. White Queen, diagonal five. We're playing chess and we're enjoying ourselves a lot. It's a lot better than before. It's, it's a lot more to do. There was nothing to do before. Now there's so much to do. I don't know what to do first. All we could do before was play football and um, teak and tag and scarecrow, that's all. 6M, now we're out on the playground. You're going to go over to the multiplication table that's marked out on the playground. I want you to find out your number bonds up to 10 and work out your patterns to make up your game out there this morning. Right, off you go now. Yeah, come on. The play area has become a teaching resource and so the children can clearly see its importance. Teacher Sylvia Owen. As you can see, the children have really benefited from the developments that we've made here. All of the playground markings and the facilities act as a resource to enhance the learning which takes place both during lesson time and the children continue on their own during playtimes as a result of what's done in the classroom. What we really feel is the main benefit is that the children have become more responsible 
for their own environment. They respect it and they use it purposefully in a fun and enjoyable way. Dudley Shipton is a spokesman for the National Association of Head Teachers. He dismisses the criticism that many schools have poor play areas. I'm very surprised at this criticism since, to my certain knowledge, many schools are working to try and improve the environment for the children. They have made sure that the playgrounds are marked out. They've made sure that seats are provided for the children. There is opportunity for children to have a quiet area where they can sit and read. There's also opportunity for larger games to take place. And indeed, children have been involved in competitions to improve their playgrounds. Sometimes there hasn't been all the money that is needed to, to improve things, but I know that outside agencies are helping schools and we've been very grateful for the support we've had. As I promised you a month ago, I said I'd come back and let you know how things are going. Well, I've just heard from one of the supermarkets to say that they've given us £250, which will go... At Calshot School, much of the fundraising has been organised by Deputy Head Linda Townsend. Well, initially, to start with, head teachers haven't got the money. The money isn't there in the budget. But if you look into all the various sources that there are of where you can actually get money from and get grants from and so on, then there is money out there. You can apply to various organisations. But a lot of the work that we have actually done here is totally free. For example, with our line markings, just a pot of paint, and you can actually get the line markings sorted out. And the children themselves designed the line markings that we did. So it can be done. Despite the criticism, Wendy Titman is confident for the future. So long as the teachers and maybe even the parents from the school can spend time with the children, finding out what's wrong at the moment and how things could be made better, those changes can be relatively simple and fairly cheap and they will have huge benefit for the whole school. And that's it for today from you and yours. We're back again tomorrow, two minutes past 12. Until then, from me, bye-bye.